This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us today. Well, we've definitely talked about areas of Burnaby where there have been buildings demolished, where new builds have gone up. We've done several stories on here where the word demoviction is used quite freely. And we've talked to people who have moved and are still worried and concerned that the building they're in might be the next one to be demolished. Well, this morning we're talking specifically about a neighborhood called Maywood. And if you're not familiar with the Burnaby area, we're talking roughly about a triangle that butts up against Beresford, Imperial Streets, and McKay Avenue. A lot of what is still, for many people, affordable rental housing, housing that was built back in the 60s and the 70s. Well, my next guest knows a thing or two about that neighborhood. And Craig Jones, who is a PhD candidate in the Department of Geography at UBC, joins us on the line to talk a bit more about this. Craig, great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, when we talk about this uh, and we see Burnaby Council and the reason for this talking about the area that, that is, uh, needed, needs more density and the plan is to bring it to, to a much more dense neighborhood, uh, what do you think about that? Sure. So uh, I was, uh, I'm doing research in um, the region about uh, purposeful rental and I have been asking to speak with planners at the, the uh, city of Burnaby, and their response to me was uh, to drive me with a report that um, was a response to the community under attack that was produced by the Stop Dem Evictions Burnaby campaign. And in that report, actually um, in both reports, the first in the Stop Dem Evictions campaign said that they, they asserted that Metro Town has a population density that is equivalent to downtown Vancouver, and the city of Burnaby responded by saying that um, actually uh, by looking at um, <clears throat> the population densities for the residential areas in, in the city of, in downtown Vancouver, they found that the population densities are much greater. So what that got me wondering is if we're thinking about population density, which is a, it's a moving target, it's a function of area and, and, and population, I thought, well, why don't I take a look at at this neighborhood that you identify, uh, Maywood, and see what the population density is there. And I found that um, in the in the 2016 census, that population is density there is, is actually ranked 14th out of uh, almost 460 census tracts in Metro Vancouver. So it's it's already, you know, this, it's a, I thought about this this very it's a you know it's hard to pin down concept of density uh, is it's a lot more trickier than than I expected to find. Uh, were you surprised that it came in at 14th? I was absolutely surprised. I, I did not think this would be the case. Uh, so the the most dense census tract in the 2016 census is uh, the transit-oriented development of around Joyce Station. And then after that, up till Maywood at 14, all of the other census tracts are in downtown Vancouver. So it really goes to show that this, this idea of, of density, it, it, it's all about how you chop up how, your scale of analysis. Um, but yeah, I found it very surprising. I did, I, honestly, I, I didn't think that, that Maywood would be would be so dense in comparison to the rest of the region. And and do we know kind of what makes that up? Because I think we tend to look at neighborhoods, and especially in the parts of Burnaby where it's a lot of the three-story walk-ups, we just assume that it's lower density because there's no high-rises. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that we often equate density with with taller buildings, um, and yet here we have a here, a neighborhood um, 
that is mostly you know three-story walk-ups like you say that are it's you know it's very much a, a rental neighborhood of structures that are built before 1980 and uh and so it's it's not an area that i would have thought would be quite as dense in you know in the way that the census uh, analyzes things now it has seen a significant increase in population between 2011 and 2016 the population of this particular census tract in maywood went up by about 35 percent and that that must have to do with the, the very tall towers that have gone up since 2011. Right, because if it's new people, if it's increased population, they have to go somewhere. It's not as though uh, they're they're packing into one-bedroom and two-bedroom apartments. Sure. Uh, so, so there seems to be a disconnect then with the, the report that, that you referenced, the Stop Dem Evictions Burnaby, that they put out their report, A Community Under Attack, and the city itself, whereas the city calls it a moderate density, uh, and, and perhaps uh, and the Stop Dem Evictions is saying that perhaps that's because they included Central Park and Burnaby uh, in the area. Uh, what do you think? Why do we have this disconnect between the two? Yeah, I think that Central Park is is a big part of it. Uh, it is quite a large area now. Um, so the city staff response was to equate Metro Town with other regional uh, city centers of uh, downtown North Vancouver City and um, downtown New Westminster, and in that and they you know compared them as their different kind of regional centers within within our sort of plan logic for the regions. Now. They acknowledge in the report that you know Central Park is included in Metro Town, but but the report also says that other centers will also have um, similar non-residential space, you know, other parks or, or that that kind of thing. I also think that part of what could be contributing to the moderate density of Metro Town is is the mall. Um, it's it's this is you know kind of speculative. I haven't really gone in and mapped all the land uses to isolate just those residential areas. But the mall could be contributing to um, a lower population density uh, for Metro Town in, in a regional context. But I definitely think that Central Park is quite large, and it, it will be contributing to the overall low, moderate po- um, population density for Metro Town. And what do you think this says to the future of the area? Because it is an area with those three-story walk-ups uh, that were built in the 60s and the 70s uh, that people can afford in many cases. So, and we've done stories here about people who've been forced out, and it's been a real struggle to find comparable housing, uh, even in other municipalities. Uh, but but is it, is it cyclical? And that's what we see happening in neighborhoods, is buildings get old, uh, they're, they're knocked down and replaced. Sure. But there's something special about these buildings, uh, particularly in, in Metro Town. So they were financed, m- many of them were financed through tax incentives at the federal government level, um, the, the, the RAP and the MERB program. They put a lot of private money into uh, getting rental built before 1980. And those, the program, the MERB program was ended in, I think, 1982. And since then, there's been a just a, a, a significant shortfall in the amount of purpose-built rental that's been you know, built in throughout the throughout the region. There's just there's been a real lack of it getting developed, and so this 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 rental stock, this purpose rental stock, which is is more affordable. Uh, I've looked at um, you know other forms of rental, such as secondary suites and condo market, and this purpose-built rental stock is consistently. Uh, around two hundred dollars a month less than than the other than the other forms of rental. So it's, this is uh, it's, it's kind of like this is a housing stock that has been 
preserved in time that we haven't been building for 30 years that is really important. It plays a really important role in our in our housing system. And you know, we've been neglecting this purposeful rental for a very long time. And we're starting to see uh, a turnaround in purposeful rental. You know, Burnaby does have um, I think they've got one rental tower going up. It's gonna be about five hundred units. They've got more rental stock coming online. But you know, all municipalities throughout the region haven't we haven't been seeing this purposeful rental stock being built. And so we are missing, we have a missing middle of older rental. You know, that we either have very old stock of, uh, of purposeful rental, or else we have a newer stock that's, you know, now coming online uh, that is much more, uh, much less affordable. Let's we'll say that. So I, to say this is a, a cyclical process uh, is, it's not quite accurate of the, of the situation it's more like this is this is a this is a, a much more important type of housing for our particular uh, housing system than than other forms uh, so do you think is the solution to not tear these down or to make sure new rental housing is more affordable sure so i mean it's a, to talk about you know we've been digging this hole for 30 years so the solution is not something that's going to just be be, be a, a quick solve here I understand also, I mean, I'm very much aware of the state of these buildings, and many of them are very old, and, you know, and their systems may be failing. Building envelopes, uh, plumbing systems, electrical systems, uh, balconies, all, all this kind of stuff. So it's good, you know, to keep them livable for another 30 years, it's going to take some pretty significant investment, and yet they don't really generate the rents that can justify that kind of an investment. So what do we do? Um, I, I've been looking at what other uh, municipalities uh, in, the, in suburban Metro Vancouver that have a similar housing stock. Now, I should point out that the majority of this older purposeful rental is, in Burnaby is located in Metro Town and in the Edmonds Town Centre. Um, so both of these, there's sort of uh, increased density plans for, for both of these areas. I... Uh, so what the different municipalities are doing is that, say, Coquitlam, which has a very similar uh, issue with the Evergreen Line, what they're doing is uh, is they are um, granting extra density in return for new rental stock. Uh, North Van City is uh, also granting extra density for redevelopment if uh, 10% of the new stock is uh, rental at 10% below market rents for 10 years. And City of New Westminster, through their market secure or their secure market rental policy, has really let the development community know that they will not entertain the rezoning of these older rental buildings, and they will uh, give favorable treatment to projects that are for new rental. They'll fast track them. They'll, they'll you know they'll they'll, uh, they'll uh, cut requirements for parking spaces, that kind of thing, in order to get rental. And the thinking there is that we need to create a rental stock um, that will be sizable enough in 20 years so that when these older buildings that are you know, filling that affordable rental role uh, do need to be let go, there will be a stock in place that has aged that will have become more affordable. So uh, there's many ways to come at this issue. Uh, personally, I think that the, the New West policy is the one that makes the most sense. We're we're in the midst of an affordability crisis, perhaps, 
And, you know, I, I've, spoke, I've spoken to people who are very concerned about, you know, I, I mean, I'm a renter as well. I've, I've had a hard time in this housing system at different times uh, in the last number of years. And so I know how, it, you know, how hard it is once you, you know, lose an affordable rental spot to find something that is secure and costs about the same. All right. Well, Craig, sorry, we're going to have to leave it there because we're out of time. But I do appreciate uh, you coming on and chatting with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.